All right, welcome to American Hammers TV Week in Review, December 8th, 2019. Um, what could have been a great week in review if we hadn't had a midweek match, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately we did. And then, of course, we have one tomorrow, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, before we get started, let's introduce everybody who's Liam out in – which part of California are you in again, Liam? Fresno. I'm from Fresno, Ace. I always forget Fresno, but I, I really want to go see the group in Fresno, so I should I should always I should remember that. Liam's in Fresno. Uh, Dave is in uh, St. Louis. Uh, Charlie Boy uh, hangs out in Cleveland, but he's uh, he's all Brooklyn. And uh, Chris, I know you're in Ohio now, but you're from uh, Pittsburgh, right? No, I'm from Ohio. I'm currently in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're a Steelers fan. That's why I think of Pittsburgh. Yes. When I think of you, okay, that's what it is. Yes, big win today. Yeah, and of course we're in uh, snowy, still snowy Boston, still about two feet of snow on the ground, um, and it's cold and nasty. Uh, anyway, um, I'm sure West Ham will warm us all up tomorrow uh, with a stunning victory over Arsenal with Mike D officiating. Everything's fine. Everything's set up to go just great. Um, yeah, before we get started, uh, let's let's talk about uh, scarves. Uh, check out uh, AmericanHammersTV.us. Uh, and uh, take a look at the scarves. As I've mentioned before, they are proper claret and blue now. No more youth and oilers colors, even though I didn't really mind that one. I kind of liked it. Uh, these are proper claret and blue. we got a, re a new new stock in that has the proper colors, so check out the scarves. Also, ahtv.threadless.com. Um, threadless, in case I didn't say that clearly enough, .com. Uh, great stuff. Any kind of gift you can possibly imagine is on there. All the supporters group logos. Uh, you can get them on, I don't know, shower curtains. You can, you can get them on pillowcases probably if you want to sleep with, uh, you know, your uh, St. Louis Hammers uh, badge under your head. Uh, you can get all that stuff uh, all in one place uh, just in time for the holidays. So uh, anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, please check that out. That's enough of that. So usually uh, at this time we are talking about the match we have just lost over the weekend. But last week. Uh, we were talking about a match we won over the weekend, and now uh, I guess we're sort of stuck between what happened at Wolves and what we have coming up tomorrow, um, which is, um, of course, uh, Arsenal at home. Uh, naturally, naturally, they're coming in not having won in like 10 games, you know, because that's the way it always is. They're, they haven't won in like 10 games. They've got Freddie Jungberg as a caretaker manager, you know, our former, obviously, briefly a, a West Ham player. Much better known, obviously, as an Arsenal player, but he was with us for a short time. Um, and uh, so it only stands to reason that they will absolutely crush us tomorrow <laughs> because they're in terrible form and they have no manager and the club is in crisis. And if you're in a situation like that, you know what to do. Play West Ham. Play West Ham. That's right. That's first. That's, that's We get you out of trouble every time. It's, it's the service we provide. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Let's start with uh, – let's go around the circle. Let's just start very simply. Um, we haven't talked since last Sunday, so um, let's get some impressions from Wolves. Maybe give me your top three things you took away from Wolves. If you even saw the game, which I ended up watching uh, later on, uh, I didn't get to see it the, as it happened because, you know, it was at work like most people in the U.S. So, uh, Liam, why don't you start? What do you, you take away from Wolves, and what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about going into Arsenal with what we saw at Wolves? Uh, okay, so I really only caught the second half because, like you, I had to work and I had to make up like an excuse for why I needed to <laughs> to leave early. Um, 
Uh, so main takeaways, Anderson, I thought did much better in uh, a central role than he has been trying to shuttle it up, uh, shuttle it up the wings, uh, which is interesting because he's one of the only guys we have that have pace. So I would have assumed that he would have been more successful, uh, you know, as a as an overlapping winger. Uh, I thought that Fernell seems to be settling in. He seems to be getting better with the more minutes that he gets. Uh, so I, I, I expect yeah. him to show even better uh, against Arsenal than he has in in the last two games. Um, and I'm I, I'm my impression on the substitutions were they were far less impactful than we had against Chelsea, which was which was interesting to me because I really thought that Pellegrini had started to notice what was going to be uh, uh, the necessary improvements. For us to continue our, uh, you know, on on what could have been an upturn in in form, but uh, I think that unfortunately with the substitutions this time, I think he got them wrong, and uh, it it definitely showed, especially with that with that second late goal uh, that we gave up. So those would be my my top three. All right, uh, good, it's good stuff to talk about. Uh, Dave, what do you what do you have for us? Uh, first and foremost, Halaire was the invisible man; just seemed to be nowhere. Don't know why. Um, we definitely missed Antonio. That's my other uh, big thing. And I agree you know, with Gabe. I don't know why he brought on the kids. That game was in hand. You know, it, it was so frustrating that we were so close, yet like two steps off, and he starts bringing in the kids. And I'm thinking, what, is he giving up now? I, I didn't care for that at all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I mean, I, and everybody always – we talk about this a lot – on our various shows. Everybody always wants to see the kids until they come on <laughs> and, you know, they're not used to the pace of the Premier League. They, you know, they, they need, they need minutes, but it would be great for us to at some point get up in a match two nil or three nil so we could bring them on and get them a run out in a positive situation instead of in a situation where we're trying to catch up. But um, yeah, once again, Pellegrini substitutions kind of head scratchers. Uh, Chris, what did you think? <laughs> So, yeah, and like, just like everyone else, I really didn't get a chance to watch much of it. Um, I actually came right at the end of uh, my shift, so it was like, well, I'm just going on my way home, so didn't get to watch too much of it. Um, the little bit that I did see, I did agree. I do agree that Anderson looks much better in the middle. Um, and I don't really remember the announcer even really ever saying Allaire's name once. Yeah. Um, he – I – I don't know what it is. I I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think he's on the verge of becoming a flop. Yeah, you know what? I wonder. I think that should be our next topic. Um, Charlie, let me get your thoughts on Wolves first. My thoughts was the same as everybody else. Uh, Anderson is nice in that ten roll, and a lot yeah. of people were giving him crap, and they were saying, "Oh, he didn't make them passes." As you've seen, I don't know if y'all seen on the Twitter. I cut the clips. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like in the fourth minute, and he said th they didn't mention how Lair. Oh, they mentioned him because around the 448 mark, Felipe shot a 50 yard pass, a fucking laser, yep. hit Snotty in the head. Snotty boop, oh, yeah. boop, boops it to him. All he had to do was one touch. He yep. would have had a shot on goal and he lost the ball. He fumbled it. So I'm, I don't want to hear no more service stuff. Okay. And, yep. and then, but that was the one thing Snotty did do good. All right. Uh, the corner kicks, he shot four of them too low. If anybody should have been subbed off early, it should have been snotty. Yeah, he was exactly. terrible. Uh, for now, shot him that beautiful ball. He had one touch, boom, messed it up. Should have been an easy duck shot, should have been one one easy. Um, another give and go. We had four nows was actually in the box, right? 
and uh, Felipe was in there. He gave it to him. Boop. Felipe gave a little back pass. And wham, he hits it so nice. It should have been a goal, but Patricio, the goalie, he's a bastard, and he made a save. So you got to tip your cap to him. But for nows, and Anderson had some magic going on all game. I thought they looked a whole lot better. Anderson made a run. Uh, he was in the box. Bob uh, overshot it to him like five yards. But that was the only guy that the only guy getting uh, Anderson to pass is Balbuena, our center half. I thought that was ridiculous. And then Pellegrini and his tie-stroking genius that he is, he subs off Noble, right? So this is what I said when he takes Anderson. He's got him playing five different positions in one game. And ever since he didn't score a goal, he doesn't score. As soon as he takes Noble off, Felipe turns, and now he's in the second half of the damn field, right? Now he's a defensive mid because he has to cover ground for Rice because Rice can move, but it takes him like 10 steps to get going. So and he brings out Yarmolenko. He don't belong on the wing. He lost the ball out there yeah. because when he has to go a long distance, he's not. He's slow. He's a turtle. And you know, Charlie, I'm thinking that you we had you on Wednesday night, uh, right after the match. You were yeah. me. So I was thinking, I've heard all this before because I have heard all this before. <laughs> right. And I was an asshole. Watched the game like three times to make them clips to make to make my points. I cut what? the little clips and put them. Charlie came, came with the receipts, man. I came with the receipts. The guy said, "Oh, he never passed that ball to four nows. That never happened. That how there? That never happened." So I'm like, "Bing, Bing, Bing, Bing." I'm hit, and then he don't want to argue no more. Because he's like, oh, Felipe gave it away six times. I'm like, you're a lying bastard. The stats say he gave it away once the whole game. He had two, two bad touches. Charlie came in, caught his girl cheating. Oh, yeah. no, girl. Yeah, no, I ain't having it. Now, he didn't score a goal, but he was creating some beautiful chances, you know? And so it was four nows. You know, I, I, I thought, give him more time. Everybody's like, oh, and now he's coming around. Now he's getting more time. That's all it is. See, real I quick. Thought, Real quick, Charlie, I thought it was interesting what you say, though, that they pull off Noble and then all of a sudden Anderson's handcuffed, right? But then everybody gives Noble stick for being handcuffed in that role. And it's it's going to happen. Whoever's in that role is only going to have so much so much movement right. because they're trying to do so many positions at once. If it's me, I'm going to let Noble be that you know free-roaming number six destroyer and let Anderson play up top. Like you, You're 100% right, dude. You pulled him back. And you killed him. That's that's why we looked defeated in the second and, half. And that's why when I said a couple weeks ago, that's what he was yelling at Pellegrini about because he shot a pass and then Pellegrini was like, oh, you know, he wanted him to go forward. But he's also telling him to stay back. And I think uh, Felipe is just he's he's had enough of it. He's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to score? You want me to create or, you know, he had seven good dribbles. He beat men off the dribble seven times during the game. Like yeah. I always say, if, if he isn't going to create for us, who's going to do it? Yeah, you it's the best. He's he, didn't, he didn't help Holland. Listen, when he brought on Holland, okay, now you got the guy that was creating all in the first half, three chances that we didn't get him. But so now you have nobody up there with Holland. You bring in uh, friggin' a Yeti. Then they're shooting. Then now, now it's time where, oh, it's the end of the game. So we're shooting crosses from everywhere and lobbing them in to the five foot six guy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What are we doing? Yeah, it was it was uh, you know again a series of of, of bizarre substitutions. I, I agree. I, um, I <laughs> let, let's talk about Alaire for a little bit. Um, I I I feel as though the excuses with him are wearing thin. I know he shouldn't play up front by himself. I get that. Uh, I think um, 
you know, I think uh, Pellegrini has made a bad decision. He's doing what he did to Chicharito to some extent. He's forcing him into a role he shouldn't play. But, man, I mean, this guy just does not put out much effort. I mean, maybe it's just me, but I just am not seeing – I'm not seeing enough from him. Even if he's not, you know, sort of properly being used, I'm just – I'm still not seeing enough from him. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to get you guys your impressions on Allaire and what we do. You know, he's a, really our only proper striker. What do we do, um, you know, with um, – what do we do with him <laughs> or without him? Uh, why don't we go around the other way this time? Chris, what, what's your take on him? What do you what do you have? So I was kind of thinking about this. Um, Alaire and Fornals are kind of have been kind of the have uh, opposite stories so far in the Premier League. Fornals started real slow. He didn't didn't come in very well. Uh, yeah. Now he's starting to adapt. Alaire yeah. right hot right from the get go. Now he's regressed so much. I think he's just. I think from the get-go, he was just overconfident of his capabilities, and it's caught up to him. Uh, I well, I think we definitely have to go for some striker in the January transfer window because Ayeti hasn't gotten Ayeti hasn't gotten much time. We, he's another case where you don't know if he's up to Premier League standards because he's only getting the garbage time. He's not getting any time to adapt, and so I mean. The only other option is putting Yarmolenko or Antonio if he's healthy up. Yeah, I, I kind of feel – well, I've been saying for a long time I thought we should have we should have uh, uh, Yarmolenko and Allaire together. Uh, or maybe Antonio. I still think Antonio is more of a winger and more valuable on the wing. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to see Yarmolenko up there with him. Uh, again, though, I just – I don't know. I, I, you look at the guy's body language. I mean, I know he's not happy. These strikers, man, they're like they're prima donnas, you know. They're like wide yeah. receivers in the NFL. They're, they're just constant, like emotional basket cases, and you have to take care of them and stroke their ego at all times, you know. You can tell that he's upset that he's not doing well, that he's not doing anything to help himself. Yeah, no, no, it's not. You know, he's not. That's exactly right. And yeah, I know he's being misused. We all know that. But I mean, when you watch Chicha, I felt as though he was in a very similar situation, and yet. One, he 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 did score goals, and two, I don't know. I felt as though he put out more of a of an honest effort. Maybe he was a little bit more of a professional, more experienced. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, let's let's go up to uh, Liam. What's what are you thinking about uh, about uh, Seb? No, I'm I'm out of excuses for him. You know what I mean? It's it's you know we 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 pulled out Cheech, we pulled out um, Perez, we pulled out uh, you know. Um, uh, Arnautovic, you know, any times that they made a mistake, but you go back and you look at last season and we were applauding Arnautovic in the first half of the season when he's, you know, 40 yards, 50 yards back to make a tackle to take the ball and, and lead the counterattack. And you just don't see Allaire doing anything like that. He'll drop back. Wolves, the Wolves game really showed it. He's dropping back, not putting himself in any position, one, to receive the ball to try to alleviate any pressure on the on the wings or on the fullbacks. And then two, when he when he is getting the ball up uh, near between the center backs, his first touch lets him down. Yeah. So it's it's not a you know it's not a he's not getting the service anymore. It very much is he feels out of place. It, he, the system is not built to suit him, which obviously you have to put some of that on Pellegrini and Husilios to some degree as well, because they knew what kind of striker they were paying forty million pounds for and what sort of style was going to work for him, and trying to insert him into a style that's not going to work. And we, we saw that with Hernandez. He doesn't work as your hold-up play number nine striker. He's a fox in the box. With Perez, we almost never played him as a striker. He was stuck on the wing. 
And then we sat there saying like, oh, he's not scoring any goals. Well, no shit, Sherlock. He's not <laughs> playing his preferred position. <laughs> what do you want from him? And neither is Yarmolenko, by the way. No, yeah. not at well, who was it? Maybe it was Charlie Boy. This posting, he's Yarmolenko's got X amount of goals for his national team, and we're sitting playing him on a wing where he's got no pace. And he's the, the goals that he does score is when he's cutting into the box. Like, why is he not playing as a paired striker? So right. we say this week over week that it's it's obvious to us. Why is it not obvious to the coaching staff? Every week, the same thing. Uh, Dave, you're not in your head. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I I totally agree. I, I'm. I'm so confused as to why they're not pairing him up with somebody. I hadn't thought of Yarmolenko, but it makes sense. And then having uh, Antonio on the wing, you know, it's just he's he's. If you wanted to play devil's advocate, you could say last year Anderson was a little slow because he was just getting used to the Premier League. Is this the same case? I'm not 100 sure. I just think that he feels he's in the wrong spot. He he gets it and he holds it up when we need him to shoot because he's our only guy up there. So, yeah. you know, he's, he's not being played right again, which goes back to the manager. So what's he doing? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He, he, Alaire reminds me of a faster sort of more skilled version of Carlton Cole. Right. I mean, uh, kind of a hold up guy, but you don't want him up there. You don't want him up there by himself. Can you imagine if we still had Chicharito? I mean, that'd be a great pair to me. If we had all their Pellegrini would have him on the wing again. They <laughs> should <laughs> stick him on the wing. What's the deal with this bullshit? I can't get no quick wings. Can I get a wing? I don't understand what's the problem. Well, tell us, Charlie. Now you're 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 up for for Sebastian for Alaire. What What's your what's your take on him? And, and when do we consider him a flop? It seems to be way way too early and. Maybe we need another manager before we, we talk about that. But what do you think, Charlie? I'm not. I, I wouldn't call him a flop, but he's playing a finesse game. He's not fighting in the box. You got to get your position in this in in the Premier League. You got to get your position, okay, yeah. before the balls cross, before everything. So then, when it's in the air, you can have your shoulder and get where you got to be to the near post. And and get, we haven't had a fucking header all year. The guy's six foot something tall, two hundred something pounds, and we ain't got a header. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. And Snotty put the ball. He was on. A, he would have had a one-on-one. -on -one. He could have took one, one dribble, bing, and had a shot on goal. And he fumbled it. Whose fault's that? That's not Pellegrini's fault. That's nobody's fault. He just. He, I don't know if he's nervous. Now I'd put y'all. I. I was think I was talking. Me and Liam was talking. Yarmolenko for Ukraine is a striker. Yes. But we're sticking him on the wing like some kind of schmucks. He's got 37 goals as striker. And even more, I don't know how many with the U23, whatever, the younger Ukraine. He had goals there as striker as well. And he's a left foot. He wants it on his left foot, right? Halaire, what he, what was he doing in the Bundesliga? Back, a back heel passes, bing, bing. He has no one to pass it to in there. So Halaire could play on the, the left side, Yarmo on the right. So he's coming right in the box. It would be on his left foot. And Yarmo could hold up the ball and give it to Halaire, and it would be on his right foot. But no, we're not going to do that. We're going to stick him way over there on the side of the pitch to, to, to where he's got to make a long-ass run, and he ain't getting nowhere quick. I'm losing my nut over this, guys, that this guy is, <laughs> is, 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 at, is at the wing. Yarmo, I love him. He needs to be in the box with Halaire. Or – uh, sub him as a striker. He has no business on the wing. Did you see him with that's how they got the second goal. They mugged him. They took the ball from him because he could they gave he couldn't make no run. What was he gonna do with it? 
Oh, I'm, I'm going to have a stroke. I'm telling you. You're getting love from the chat room, Charlie. I'll tell you, it is. It is just, it's like banging your head against a brick wall. Every week we come on and we talk about the same stuff because every week we see the same problems, right? I mean, it, nothing ever changes except we had the one match against Chelsea where I think, as we talked about last week, I think Chelsea frankly put out not the strongest love available. Um, you know, we got maybe a little bit lucky on, on a lot of levels there. Other than that, it's the same thing over and over with Pellegrini. So I, I want to turn, um, I want to turn to Arsenal. Um, hey, let's go ahead and do that because I want to get to our keeper situation here in a minute too. There's some rumors nice. about that, but let's talk about Arsenal quickly. Hammers polls. Uh, I'll never find it if I look for it, so I'm not going to look for it. Uh, Hammers polls put up a poll this week asking whether fans wanted us to beat. Arsenal or lose to Arsenal, oh, so God, get sacked. I don't know if you guys saw this. I'll try. I was from, uh, the, this is uh, West Ham's Why We Drink podcast, I think, actually. Oh, was that who did it? Was it Wayne? Well, it might have been Wayne. Yeah, I, 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 wrong. I wrong. Uh, anyway, somebody put up a poll asking, you know, what would you want to do? He wants to beat Arsenal uh, and the vice Pellegrini more time. He wants to lose to Arsenal so that he, you know, he, he hopefully gets sacked on a faster track. I think 58%. We said they wanted us to lose. And I just, I have a really hard time with that. I am very solidly Pellegrini out. I was Pellegrini out right after we beat Chelsea. I, t I tweeted it two minutes after we beat Chelsea. I said, I'm still Pellegrini out because I still think the problems are there and they're going to continue to be there. But I never, ever, ever want us to lose. I just, I, especially when we need three points desperately, we're, we're hanging around near the relegation zone again. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, is this should be, you know, what, what's the better outcome here? Win one nil or lose three or four nil and, and get tonked and maybe he gets uh, he gets sacked. Uh, I don't know, Dave. Let's start with you. What what do you think? What do you want to yeah, see? No, I'm I'm sorry. You can't. You've got to win games. That's yeah. I mean, that's the name of the game. The name of the business. Um, he's probably. I don't know. Is he gone? I I I, I am still on the fence with Pellegrini, but I'm getting more and more to getting rid of him. The yeah. problem is, who do you bring in? Yeah, because the shine is off of Eddie Howe a little bit. I mean, I've been very strongly <laughs> pro Eddie Howe, but ugh, their, their form is not great either right now. <laughs> you guys jump in when you want. I just, yeah. I, I mean, they've been, they've looked not great uh, the last <laughs> few weeks. I was talking, somebody on Twitter said, uh, you know, uh, these managers will do anything they can not to manage West Ham <laughs> because Dice Dice has got on a big yeah, yeah. losing streak. Eddie Howe's got on a big losing streak. Oh man! They start getting rumors. Start, you know, they start hearing rumors they're going to be the next West Ham manager immediately. They tank. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, uh, Liam. What, what's your thought? I mean, do you do you want to see us lose to get the Pellegrini train going faster? The the exit train, or or what's your what do you want to see? Nah, fuck that shit. I'm I'm gonna win every time. <laughs> I don't you're, you're you're still a Pellegrini guy, right? Are you still I, Pellegrini in? I am. I am, man. I mean, he still he still has us over for Christmas dinners, so I'm not trying to like get uninvited from that shit. <laughs> That's what it is. I know. No, I'm, I'm I'm probably this close to getting to getting accused of having some sort of familiar ties, you know. So. <laughs> You know, it's you know, it's tough, right? Because I get where people are coming from. I understand the frustrations, but at the end of the day, man, like we all back the badge, and whoever is, but you know, but you know, whoever's on the bench, whoever's selecting that starting eleven, like we got to back them, whether we agree with them or not. We gotta, we gotta back the badge. It's, it's one of those, uh, you, you know, it's it's one of those thought processes that you you have to hope that he understands the game 
better than we do. And even though like we, you know, we could sit here and, you know, I analyze week over week, but you, you got to believe that his people are doing the same thing and they're seeing where the, the errors are. I fully expect us to go in and completely dunk on Arsenal. And everyone's going to be back on that high that we were against Chelsea. And then we'll play Southampton and we'll lose fucking one nil. So it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to be this back and forth. I do think you need to give him the January transfer window. We've already heard the news that Hasilios is reconsidering whether or not he wants to continue on in his position. And they've got other people lined up. God forbid that we let Sullivan get back in charge of, of making the changes. Cause we're going to go back to a bunch of worse. Yeah. It'll give it worse. Yeah. It'll be a bunch well, of guys on loan. A bunch well, of mercenaries. Well, I, think, I think actually with that, I think uh, they're wanting to bring in the uh, Bordeaux. I think I think he's yeah. Bordeaux for now. But he was yeah. the guy who brought in all the uh, players who helped uh, Leicester win their champion uh, or their uh, title. Which I'm game for, right? Like yeah. we, we, that's what I think. Every game or every team that's been mid table is all looking at Leicester, going, "Why can't we replicate?" And I think us as West Ham fans, we all thought that was the start, right? Pellegrini in, we're starting to spend money, hundred million. Not you know the summer, the first summer in, like we you know we were looking good, we were sitting pretty, and now we're just not seeing the return on investment. You know, as John and I were talking in the chat room about Alaris, we're we're just not seeing that. I'm never gonna root for us to win. I could hate the, we could bring back Allardyce, and I'm still gonna want him to win because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm I'm rooting for the club. I'm not rooting for the manager. So you know, yeah. I'm 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 hoping we take Arsenal. I'm hoping that Pellegrini you know, uh, gets us back on the right foot. Uh, and I'll be honest. I think if Antonio had been fit for wolves, I it was our game for the taking. I think we would have beat wolves. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. And his, his fitness is a question for Arsenal, which he seems to be our talisman right now. Um, uh, Chris, what, what, what do you think about tomorrow's game? Uh, Pellegrini, uh, you want to see him win two out of three and keep his job for a while? Or you think it's better if he gets, gets taunt? Well, uh, really quickly too. I found actually the, uh, tweet on the hammers polls. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, 127 people voted. Uh, 58% said that they would rather lose and Pellegrini get sacked. 42% obviously saying wins, Pellegrini stays. Right. Um, That's crazy. Can never, That's crazy to me. That's crazy. I, I'm sorry. I, I can never root for a team or my team to lose. Um, I still want Pellegrini out. I don't. Uh, I don't think he's the man any, for the job anymore, but I can never root for West Ham to lose. Um, yeah. But I did see some tweets, though, that uh, obviously the uh, chairmans are uh, – they've wanted uh, Rafa Benitez for quite a few years, and he's actually going to be in Sky Sports uh, Studios right? watching over right. the game. So that could be something there. Like, I mean – I mean, I don't want him, but yes, you're right. They've wanted him for a long time. I think we, we should be we should be done with these guys who are treading water in China at the end of their careers. But uh, let's get from Charlie. What, what's your what's your take on tomorrow? You you, you say Pellegrini did it the season, right? Is that you still where you are? Unless unless, but I said on uh, Wednesday if we had a caretaker, which I don't think we have on the team yeah, at the that's moment. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, you know what I mean. We just don't got it right now. And and here's yeah. here's the slice of uh, reality pie, right? They're not going to sack them. They're not going to pay that bag to sack them. And no, if you, listen, Rafa is not coming to the game for no fucking West Ham. All right. Arsenal needs a skipper too. <laughs> Arsenal will pay them. That is true. Arsenal I didn't think has about the that. bag. You got to realize this. That. I've been saying this to me. I, people with this Rafa, listen, we're going to have to pay what? Pellegrini, who knows? 10, I don't know what it is. 10 12, million, 12. 12 no, I think, yeah. And then you're going to have to pay the China guys 15 million. To get Rafa over here. Now we're talking, you know, we're getting close to 30 million. 
You kidding me? You think our owners are going to do that? Oh, Just yeah. pump the brakes. Yeah, He's yeah. going to be here to the end of the year. Yeah. They're not going to do it. They're not going to pay the man his contract. They ain't going to do it. I mean, I don't want, I don't want, listen, I don't never cheer for us to, to uh, uh, lose. You know me, when I think we're going to lose, I'll say off air, but on here, I'll be like, nah, we're going to be a draw because I can't <laughs> say it, right? It's like Jim Carrey in the movie when he's trying to write a, a lie, but he can't do it. That's me. I'm like, we, we're going to, uh, we're going to draw, you know? And, 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 but listen, if we beat Arsenal, listen, there's shit right now. So what does that say if we beat Arsenal? Just like I told these mooks that, okay, we beat Chelsea. They didn't even run out their three good guys, and they've been shit all year. H halfway. Okay, they just got yeah. they just got bagged by Everton. So, okay, now Everton, what? Everton's the, oh, it's because they fired the skipper. No, it's because Chelsea's not that good. No. Just because their name is Chelsea doesn't mean they're like Chelsea from years ago. And they lost again. Uh, didn't they lose this weekend? I think they did. Yeah, Everton 3-1. Yeah, yeah, and then he started whining about the song again. It would have helped us have them beat Everton, right? Calling the police. Oh, they're singing Red Boys. Oh, we're going to start calling Grass Boys. <laughs> it, it, it honestly makes me want to sing the chant more because yeah, know, they're yeah. so pissed about I it. I never like, seen so much snitching. I don't even understand what happened. <laughs> we, were, dude, we were watching the game. Like I didn't even, I didn't sing the chant because it didn't even like click. And we were, we were chilling in a Chelsea bar when we watched that one. <laughs> it's like, I just want to sing it as I'm walking down the street, walking my dog. Like, I'm, yeah. Oh man. Just because you know it gets under their skin. I don't think there's anything homophobic about it. I think they don't like it, and they're trying to make it something that's that yeah. They don't like that they lost. They don't. They like, lost. Like, yeah. Honestly, we, what, they've been. I think X posted something in the champ for a year. Yes, they're yes. trying to spin a narrative because it's easier to say, "Oh, you're all a bunch of homophobes," and say, "Shit, we lost for the first time in 17 years at home at Stanford to West Ham." Right, come on. As soon as they lost Everton, they was on the phone calling. Them, Excuse me, oh Bill, can you come down here? There's yeah. people singing. Get out of here. We're trying to fight terrorism and drug dealers and criminals. <laughs> Ain't nobody got no damn time for to come down here to the pitch to listen to you ass cry about a fucking uh, a song about some start, footy. They're gonna what start bringing fire me? extinguishers to start putting them out. <laughs> well, also, they don't like the truth because the truth, the, the whole song is about how they're a bunch of whores, right? That's yeah. what's the yeah. point. Yeah. They're doing anything for money, and their players are doing anything yeah. for money. That's why they're all there. They're not there because they love Chelsea. They're doing anything for money, and they don't like the truth because it's true. Now it's yeah. probably true in a lot of other clubs too. But, you know, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea were just like us until they got the money in 2003. They were just like West Ham. They hadn't yeah. won anything in years and years. They bounced up and down. They were a mediocre club. They they had trouble drawing fans. I mean, West Ham always had bigger crowds, I think, more fans. Than Chelsea were just like us. And I remember yeah. I was living in Europe when all this happened. I mean, I remember how it was. You know, they were just like us. And then they got the money, and all of a sudden, you know, they've gone on to be one of the biggest clubs in Europe, the biggest clubs in England. And it's, it's all about the money 100%, and they can't stand – the fact that it's not the glory of Chelsea Football Club that's brought them success. It's just the money. Um, but anyway, that's, that's probably enough about them. Uh, yeah, about, about the Red Points thing. But um, yeah, so uh, we have to turn our, we have to turn our, our attention uh, again to um, uh, what I think is the worst set of American Premier League fans, which is Arsenal, even worse than Tottenham, <laughs> because they all think they play beautiful football. They all think they're Arsenal from like 2002. You know, when they really did what was it six? Was it oh six? Was the uh invincible season something along those lines? Yeah. 
mid two thousand, early to mid two thousands. Yeah, whenever it was, and they did have great players, and they did play. I mean, to be fair, they had that was a great team. Uh, I'll give them that. But it, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not anymore. It hadn't been for a long time. They can't handle it. <laughs> and they ran off their manager, who was the best manager in their history, because you know he had he had the gall to finish in the Europa League places instead of the Champions League places, and now. You know, there's this guy I work with who's a big Arsenal guy. He's like, oh, we're having the worst season. We're 10th. And I'm like, dude, I would give anything for us to be 10th right now. Yeah. Come on, man. 10th? <laughs> 10th is so good for West Ham. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would love to be 10th. But uh, anyway, so um, I'll tell you what. Let's bring up um, let's bring up a Hammers poll if I can remember how to do it. I haven't done this in a little while. So hang with me for a second here with my StreamYard skills. While wow. you're bringing that up, did you see where the code, the, their new skipper, that's a, just a quick replacement, said they were scared on the pitch? Arsenal? He said they no. were scared. Yeah, he said they were all scared on the pitch. Jungberg said that? Yeah, he said, Freddie said they were scared and they, they were like little sissy boys. <laughs> yeah, bro. Pulling no punches. I, I never thought of him as the toughest player, though. You know what I mean? He was a little nah. bit of twinkle toes himself. Um, all right, so uh, this one, uh, this Kovac Benitez thing, I'm not even asking this question because I don't think either one of them is coming to us. Uh, I mean, they're looking at Arsenal if they're looking at anybody. Yeah. But this one, should Holland start against Arsenal? Uh, I think this is a, I think this is a, a valid question. Um, I'll just go ahead and start. I, I, I don't think you should start. I don't. I think it's a no for me. Um, I, I don't think we're ready to put him, to throw him into the fire at this point. And get you know <clears throat> what would have to be like seventy five minutes out of him probably against uh, a desperate opponent at a time when you know it's going to be a very contentious match for both teams. Uh, but I tell you, what, let's just go right down the the side of the screen here, um, uh, Liam. What do you think? No, I mean I'll be honest. I I get it. He didn't really get a fair run out uh, on Wolves, and I think to expect him to be able to come on and make that kind of impact, uh, especially when we're already playing, you know, uh, one down, I just, you know, I, I get it, but you looked at him, he gets completely stiff armed off the ball. He tried to do the same thing. Anderson did where he was cutting into the top of the 18 yard box, trying to dribble through three defenders and he gets completely closed down. So you could tell that, that Wolves had us pegged. They knew we were going to be trying to, you know, play the overlap. We we're going to try to bring it into the 18 yard box and, you know, and, and try to cut across just like how Cressy scored the goal against, uh, yeah. against Chelsea. But yeah. it's, you know, when you look at that tactic that we had no backup plan and Nathan definitely had no, no plan B. I mean, I'm not saying that he can't be good with more minutes, similar to what we've seen with Fernals. I just think right now when it's a do or die, you've got to go with proven, uh, proven talent. You know, I, I don't think right now, while we're sitting in 16th, 17th place, I don't think it's time to blood young kids. I think you, as we're going into a very heavy fixture um, set over the next several weeks, I think that's when you can start playing some of the kids to alleviate the pressure on your first team. But I think right now, especially going into Arsenal, no, I, I, I don't play Nathan. And where is uh, where is Masuaku, by the way? Did we ever resolve that mystery what's going That's on there very very uh, good question i well i'll tell you what dave let's move down to you what's your what's your take anything you want to talk about what's your take on starting holland and, and where no, yeah number one i you can't start holland in this game we need to win this game um and unfortunately as i saw him running around out there he was getting pushed around he's not quite big enough yet i don't think yeah he needs some bulk. Or, yep. he needs to bulk up you know uh, and I, he's just not ready yet. All right. I agree. You know, maybe when we have all these fixtures coming up around through the Christmas holiday 
But right now, we need to, we need a win. We need something positive to turn back around. And I wouldn't start him. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Uh, now, Charlie, you've been talking about starting him for a while, or at least playing him for a while. Would you start him on Monday tomorrow? Listen, I start him. With our wingers are slow as turtles. Everybody's and listen. With, oh, he's young. He's older than Rice. And I'm going to go back to this a million times. Tony Cotty was 17 years old. And I guarantee you there was a drunk guy in the stands saying, oh, he's a kid. Listen, it's a young man's game. He played 15 minutes. No one could give him a judge on, on, on 10, 15 minutes of ball. Secondly, they brought him on for Noble. When they brought him on, Felipe went out of that 10 hole and he went back to uh, playing a, a defensive mid. So he had no one up there to help him. And he was out there with a Yeti, and he was out there with Yarmolinko on the other side, which is another slow turtle, okay? Snotty, we haven't got no headers all year. I love Snotty. He's got the passion. He's – he's listen, he's not – I'm sorry. He's not – he should not be a frigging wing right now. We are slow. We are slow. The kid is, what, 20, 21, about to be – he might be 22. How old does he got to be? If Tony Cotty comes out 17 – and gets man in a match and busts spurs in their ass, we got to give this kid a try, not because, oh, he may be ready, he may not be ready. The guys we have playing wing right now ain't doing it. They not doing it. I mean, listen, it is. Uh, listen, Snotty's, Snotty's corner kicks. He kicked four of them into the frigging dirt. And you make yeah. a good point. It's Snotty, Snotty was, I thought, last season, one of the best corner takers in the Premier League. I don't know if he's forgotten how to do it or what. But his, he was very good on set pieces, but now he seems to have lost whatever touch he had. At least last game, definitely, versus Wolves. Well, I mean, and there's, but there's no targets in the box. Like, he can he can cross it till he's blue in the damn face. That he's, he, there's nobody there. There's all right, literally but, nobody there. And the times that there the was. Air, he didn't get it in the air. Obama's in there. Oh, you know what I mean? You got to at least get it in the air. If you look don't at, get it in the air, that's zero chance. Right, but look at what he did in Chelsea, right? He, he, didn't he put the ball on Antonio's head? I mean, like we we've got options when they're in the box, but right now we're just almost like you said before, Charlie. Because we have no pace, there's no heads up there. So yeah, even for Holland, yeah, if Holland's digging it out over on that left hand side, and you know, like you said, if there's nobody there in the middle for him to cross to, the fuck's the point? That's, you know, yeah, that's true. Too. Best, best he could do at that point is you know needle around in the corner until it and hope for a corner kick. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, what do you got, Chris? What do you got on Holland? So for me, I, I kind of think I, I go both ways on it. Uh, for me, um, I agree that he definitely he definitely needs more time. He needs more experience. But this game in particular, I don't think is the game. You're going up against the top six side who's struggling. Yeah, put your best eleven out there and just give it a go. Um, I think so you're, he, so you're saying he's not part of our best eleven, is what you're saying. Which I'm not disagreeing. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Uh, I think that he could be. I think he needs more experience. I, I almost think he could. How you get experience though? Maybe sub him after half. <laughs> you can't get experience sitting on the bench. It's it's very true, but I, I just don't know if he's up to scratch yet. Like he hasn't had that much experience. Throwing him into the wolves against Arsenal, I don't know if that would do. Anything for his development or even his confidence. Well, you know, I mean, just listen. I, and Chris, you know, I agree with you. Let me just play devil's advocate for a minute and and, and back up what Charlie's saying. You know, we threw we threw Ben Johnson in, uh, against Manchester City last season. That's very true. And I know we lost that game, but he played well. Yeah, and I think he's been injured ever since. I mean, there've been a few examples like that where 
you know, we've had to take young guys and kind of blood them. On the other hand, there have been examples where they've just been total disasters. Yeah. I, I, I think it's too big and high profile a match to start him. I would not be against bringing him off the bench, especially if we're in trouble or if we need pace. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you know, Pellegrini's not going to start him anyway because that's the you know that's how he is. He's yeah, not, he 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 never start he he never starts the kids. So. No, he never does. He doesn't. He don't start he, anybody. He quick all day, but it's probably not going to happen regardless, just because of his philosophy. He's so we're so slow with him, and I do agree, we're way too slow. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to the next question because I um, I'm curious to see what everybody says about this. This is um, uh, this came up on uh, one of our shows actually. I don't know if it was Friday night. I'm not sure when it came up. Anyway, um, so we've got rumors swirling that we got three keepers who are um, you know possible backups to eventually to Fabianski and uh, you know uh, replacements, I guess, for David Martin. And certainly, we don't even want to mention our other. Our other keeper who's on the roster. <laughs> so, we uh, shall not be named. yeah, we're not going to name him. Let's just let him, let him slink away in shame. Um, so, here are the three that we came up with on, on the polls question. And if you want to throw in a wild card, go for it. Uh, we have Begovic, uh, Jack Butland, whew, and, um, and Darren Randolph, our old buddy Darren Randolph, who was with the club, uh, who backed up uh, Adrian. Adrian, I was going to say, was it long, was it so long ago that it was UC? But it wasn't UC. I don't think it was Adrian. Yeah, he backed up Adrian. Um, so those, if those are the three guys we're looking at, and I guess they maybe are, I don't know much about Begovic, to be honest. Um, what uh, What do you guys say? Let's let's go uh, the other direction this time. Chris, why don't you start us? Which, which one do you prefer? Um, so kind of looking at it, it goes three ways. Begovic is, out of, is older, I think, than all three of them. Um, or the other two, uh, but he's permanently proven. He's out of favor at it's Bournemouth, I believe. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it is Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's who it is. Yeah, yep. yep. But so I think he's the oldest of the three, which for me that that says that it has Sullivan written all over it. The cheaper, cheapest. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack Butland is still young. He's still rel- He's still relatively developing. Um, and he was promised to be – he was touted as England's uh, future keeper, but he yeah. didn't have a defense in front of him to help him at all. Nope. So he kind of got a bad rap for that. Um, and then you got Darren Randolph, who knows what it's like to play for West Ham, play for the badge. So it's kind of a choose-your-own kind of adventure. Personally, I think it for me, it'd, I'd have, it'd either have to be Jack Butland or Darren Randolph. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I probably would go with Randolph. Tim Tim never liked him. I know Tim's gonna disagree with me. Uh, uh, Charlie, what's what's your what's your take? And then you know what? And then let me just give you a little preview. After we talk to keepers, we're gonna talk transfer window because we're getting requests for it in the uh, in the chat room. So hang, hang tight in the chat room, guys. We'll talk about it in just a minute. Uh, Charlie, what's your take on the keeper situation? Well, Randolph, he he uh, skipped town because he wanted to be the big dog, right? He wanted to be the main guy. He didn't want to be second to nobody. I believe that? So yeah. So he's not going to come here. That's that ain't happening unless he's like, okay, well now I suck and I realize it and I'm going to, I'm going to be the third guy. Right. Uh, Begovich, he's old. I, we don't need any more old guys. Okay. Like I said, it's a young man's game. 
So I've never, I don't know anything about Jack Buttland, but let me tell you something. If his last name's Buttland, you got to get him in, right? Because how good would the songs be, right? How good would the Cockney boys, they'd have some songs for a guy named Jack Buttland. Are you kidding me? And they probably would offend the Chelsea fans. Let's just be honest. Get him in. Get him in. Too bad Dean Windass never played for West Ham. Or Nicky yeah. <laughs> Windass, my favorite name of all time, Nicky Butt or Muzzy Is It, which I, that's not really a dirty name. It just sounds dirty somehow. But I like, I like, I still like Marna to back up Fabs. And I guess we are we bring is this like bringing in a third? Yeah, like third choice. Yeah, I think this is a third choice. Yeah, because they think they're gonna sell Roberto. What are we gonna give for him? A bar well, stool? Are you kidding me? Nobody's oh. gonna sign him anyway. That's a waste of time. Yeah, nobody's yeah, gonna give us any. Let him go for a free and be done. Just get rid of him. I was gonna say they're not gonna sell him. They're just gonna let no. him go. Right? There's nobody's gonna pay us for him. We're no. gonna end up owing somebody money for him. Probably. <laughs> We're gonna have to pay him to take him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna buy out his contract. Yeah, the Uber driver to drive him away. Uh, Dave, what's which one of these guys? Do you, uh, like? you know, I don't know the other two, but Jack Butlin was uh, he's like third on England's list of keepers, right behind. Uh, uh, I mean, he was. I don't know. I don't know if he's still there, but I, yeah. I would take him over just because he's the only one I really know anything about. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Liam, what do you think? So, I mean, there there was part of me initially that was like, hey. It might be cool to get Randolph back. I mean, I, he wasn't he wasn't super impressive. I mean, I don't remember uh, I don't remember sitting there watching him play, thinking, okay, he'll definitely take the gloves from Adrian. But I I, I think Charlie, you're right. He left because he was trying to uh, gain um, permanent minutes to the Republic of Ireland national team, and uh, you know I think he maybe played a couple games for like the U21s. I don't think he ever really made it into like the senior team. Uh, but I, I think for any player, especially if you are on the cusp of breaking your national team, if you're not getting minutes at the club you're at, like I, I'm not going to fault you for leaving if you're, especially if your passion is to play for your national team. But I, I mean, with all of these guys, are any of them really going to want to sit second, possibly third tier? You know what I mean? Like you bring Jack, Jack Butland in, and it's, you know, is he going to really want to sit behind? You know, not just Fabianski, but also Martin and possibly that third. And then also what kind of message does that send to Martin and his confidence if you tell him, hey, man, you did great against Chelsea, but we're going to bring in another keeper and now you're back to training well, grounds. I already, I already publicly said he wasn't even a real keeper before we well, started with Chelsea. They, they said, well, we only brought him in for training. He's not really a, a, a match keeper. He doesn't, I mean, they just basically said he's just there to take up space and because he's the son of a West Ham legend. That's kind of what happened. Exactly. And then he came, and frankly, I thought he was fine against Wolves. I, I wouldn't put him at fault for the, the goals. I wouldn't put no. him at the loss. Uh, certainly, he was great against Chelsea. So, I mean, they've already just they've already done everything they can to destroy his confidence. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, well, and, and, yeah. well, and, and I, I think that with Jack Butland, I think he actually, you know, going with the poll as well, I think he probably is the best of the three options. But like I said, I, I like him as the option if there is going to be a decent battle for the number one and number two spot. We don't need keepers battling for two for second and third spots. And I don't think Butland is ever going to be on the same level as Fabianski. And I think if we're going to really look at ourselves to, to taking it to this next level that the boards keep telling us, if we're going to that next tier, we need to have a keeper that's going to be brought in that can challenge Fabianski for minutes. Because yep. at the end of the day, you know, uh, steel sharpens steel, right? And Absolutely. you know that 
that that's that's what I want to see. You can even say iron sharpens iron, maybe. Ah, I like it. Or uh, that's even true, but it just sounds it sounds more West Ham. I think that is actually the same. I think it Thank is. Thank you. Actually, then yeah. you fixed it for me. <laughs> well, Gabe is asking if Roberto is the worst West Ham signing ever. Uh, man, he's got to be up there. I mean, Savio yeah. is the one most people discuss when they talk about the worst ever. Uh, he was he's about 15 years ago, I think, and he was pretty expensive. And he was garbage. I don't know. There've been, you know, there've been a lot though over the years, a lot, a lot over the last even ten or fifteen years. But yeah. Roberto's got to be way up there. We've had um, people that we signed that literally got injured before the season started and then sat out the entirety of their contracts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least this guy, at least this guy played. He yeah. didn't do us any favors, but at least he saw <laughs> maybe, the in pitch. He might have been better off injured. We could have started Martin earlier and maybe saved a couple of games. But... I would have just started another center back and left the, the keeper empty. That's what I kept saying. Eleven outfield <laughs> players. Don't even have the keeper. Uh, I, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Kieran Dyer is best example of a guy who was a great player for us like three times. <laughs> his three appearances and he was injured the rest of the time. Um, so uh, while we uh, – seriously – well, before we talk to the transfer window, uh, what what has happened with Arthur Masuaki? What where is he? What is there a training ground? I mean, has anybody read anything? I haven't looked. Any, I, maybe I should just sort of look this up. No, I heard he questioned why he wasn't playing, and Pellegrini he doesn't like. Why he's not playing? No, I agree. I agree. But apparently, that's that's a a big no no for Pellegrini. Is like he and as we've seen, he's very stubborn. He's very set in his ways. So if somebody's questioning him, I've from what I've heard in the rumor mill that that is the uh, that's kind of the cusp of why he's not seeing minutes. Yeah, where's I'm seeing a lot of headlines is I'm happy with this current situation with Ham. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. Yeah, it's and Hammer's news is coming up a lot. This been weeks ago, two three two three weeks ago, he's been talking about this. West Ham ace, uh, I don't know if he's an ace, but holds uh, showdown with talks with Pellegrini. That's a bummer, man. I'd hate to lose him. I think he's a valuable player for us, and he has been for a while. And they just signed him to a, what, five-year deal? Is it yes. until 2023, right. Maybe it's because he has pace, and Pellegrini says, oh, you move quick. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> quick feet. No. Quick feet. Take a seat. You know, yeah. slower build like against the law to be fast. I don't understand this bastard with this, uh, all the slow guys. We didn't killing me. Deliberate, deliberate in our buildup because our buildup's not slow enough as it is. Gosh, uh, we got to build up for the buildup. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're 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 slow. Um, we got about ten minutes left, something like that. So the transfer windows coming up uh, sooner than I realized. Um, Forty weeks away, something like that. Um, man, you know, when we started the season, we asked this question. Where do we need, you know, where do we need help the most? Um, I feel as though the answer now is every position. <laughs> like every, I mean, is there anywhere where we don't need somebody? I maybe defensive midfielder because we have Declan, you know, maybe we're with between Noble and Declan, we, we have somebody to hold us down as a holding midfielder. Other than that, though, right. I, I could think of 10 places. Well, uh, if it's Fabianski and goal, we don't need a goal. We don't need a starting goalkeeper. Right. Well, yeah. you're right. I, I mean, as long as he's healthy. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, the, the problem, I mean, when he goes, of course, keepers don't go down very often. That's the no. thing. Is that such a West Ham thing to have happen, right? Because keepers are injured. Uh, they play for years and years, but, of course, we lose ours for, you know, half the season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, actually, Dave, why, why, why don't you start us? What, well, I mean, what are your, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and, and I'm not going to look at a player. I'm saying now maybe we need uh, a, a new manager. And uh, you know, in the transfer window, and maybe uh, the, who's the guy from Byron uh, that? Uh, Kovac. Yeah, maybe that's where we need to go. 
He's going to be there tomorrow. I don't want, I don't want uh, uh, the, the fat Spanish waiter coming here. No, I don't want that. No. I, don't, I, don't I did see someone it. actually earlier in the comments say that apparently Kovac is actually attending the match tomorrow. Yes. There. Yeah. Probably mm -hmm. to watch Arsenal. And, and More than likely. I mean, at yeah. this point, I think we just it's, – it's almost like we need a whole other philosophy. I, I don't know what's going on. It seems like we're slow – or we have these games where nobody's up for it. And yeah. the sad thing is, is it's been the same with Pellegrini, yep. you know, all the way back to Allardyce. From, since I've been watching, I started watching with Allardyce. Right. And we've seen this super slab have one great year, and then it went to shit. Everything, it's just, yeah, just yeah, yeah, it, it goes back before Allardyce, too. It goes you know? back to Bruce It goes back to Pardew. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's, Slav did have the great season with Payet. But look at what Slav's doing at West Brom. I mean, yeah. They're, One loss. They're outrageously good. He oh, look what happens when he has a board that backs him. Surprise. Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest problem always, right, is that it are, is our owners. I mean, until they sell up. Always circles back. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. But, you know, I mean. He has young, quick wingers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my, the recipe <laughs> for my gumbo, boys. Young, <laughs> quick feet. <laughs> That's true, too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. You're right, Charlie. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's where we need to look. I don't know. As far as the as far as the top priorities, uh, well, why don't you tell us, Charlie? What's your top priority right now for the transfer window for January? Speed. I was telling Liam earlier. Uh, we was talk, we was chatting on Twitter about I forget maybe the goalers. He said something. I was like, you know what? I would use the money to get quick wingers or yeah. another striker. You know, a lot of people say they wouldn't bring in Balotelli. What's he like, 28, 29? Oh, he's a bastard. That's oh, what I'd we need. Yeah. I'd bring him in so fast. Are you kidding me? Bello oh, and, my God. Bello and Zlatan, and I don't care if we win or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be great. Yeah, that's all I want. Ibrahimovic would have been a good. Oh, that would have been amazing. You, Listen, you put, you put by now he would have kung fu kicked Pellegrini right in his time. <laughs> 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 no, really. He would he would have. I'm telling you. You no, imagine no, him no. telling uh, the Zlatan, no, Zlatan, you don't know. I know Zlatan. Be like, you don't know. I'm Zlatan. I, yeah. kick, <laughs> I kick your neck. I just, love I just love them both. I just love them both. Right. We need a bastard. Get him in. Let's get some Balotelli and let's get a quick winger. Absolutely. I I, I agree with you. Uh, Chris, what's your uh, what's your take? What's your priority? Uh, I have two priorities personally. Uh, striker. And uh, we need a center midfielder. Um, we were linked with uh, Kessie back in the summer. We're still linked with him now, and I'd love to see him in. Oh, where? Who is he? Where he's from? Uh, AC Milan. Oh, okay, okay. So you go outside of England, and I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's just all. That's all the rumors I've been seeing as of late. He's that's, it, that's, box, that's exactly what we need. What do y'all think about the ballhead bull from over there in Sheffield playing with uh, uh I mean Newcastle? Uh, uh John Jeshawi. Yeah, Shelby. Fuck yeah, dude. I, that was gonna be my. I, I would love to, for him to come in, but I, I've been I've been seeing on Twitter a lot of people saying. I didn't realize this. Uh, one of the Sullivan boys actually said that he's uh, useless in the summer. So. Well, well he, said, he said that about they know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the Sullivans don't know their asshole from their elbows. We don't take advice from them. No, they, no, they, I'm they, just saying, but I don't know if John Joe Shelby would come to a club where the owner, the owner's sons oh, are right. Really that slagged him off. No, he probably wouldn't. He'd probably be like, you know what? You guys are assholes. Fuck off. I ain't coming there. <laughs> and fair play to him. Fair play to him. Yeah. yeah what, what? What's? Uh, how about you, Lee? I think you're. I think you're the last on the on the in the order here. What's? Who are you looking at? Sure. 
No, I, I I loved the idea of bringing like a Balotelli or a Ibrahimovic in. I think that Charlie's 100% right. We need a bastard. As much as I hated the way that Arnautovic left the club, I fucking loved the way that he played when too. he was on. Yeah. Man, he, he fought for the ball. That's what I love about Antonio. He battles for the ball up top. And yeah. honestly, that's what we need. We can do this 4-2-3-1 lone striker up top if we have a striker that's going to battle. And we yeah. just don't have that. We don't have that person that's ready to – if they get punched in the face, they're going to punch right back. Yeah. Like, Allaire just he, – he doesn't have – I don't know if it's, you know, in the Bundesliga, if they just don't have that same level of physicality. I thought that they did. But I it's they certain, did. Yeah. But, I mean, but, but look at – but, yeah. but look at – He's just a finesse. That's yeah. his game. No, but know? look at – like, Cheech, Cheech comes in, and, like, as much as he did score some goals, he was not a battler. He was not that dude that was going to be able to, to, to fight in the box. He was the guy that could, you know, snake his way in. And I just don't think that we have that. So I think Balotelli would would be great. I think that Ibrahimovic would be great. But either one of those, you're basically putting Allaire to the bench. They are not a paired striker. You're you're basically replacing one for one. In which case, we've just wasted forty million. Wow. So so as much as I would prefer possibly getting a backup striker, somebody that can play maybe like a false nine that yeah. can help with the hold-up play or somebody that can help to feed the ball up to Hilaire because it looks like he needs the ball at his feet. Look at the the goals he has scored. Mostly have been little toe pokes that he like slides in the box and he gets yeah. a little foot on it. So right. I think that's what he needs. We need, we need, if anything, we need wingers with pace. So, I mean, Charlie Boy hit it on the head. I'd rather have young kids, wingers with pace, people that can work with the overlap. I think when Fredericks is on, I think when Cress is on, they're fucking fantastic. So if you have that that overlap and you have that bite in the middle with Noble and Rice and possibly Anderson in that number 10, I, I think that, that to me works. So I'd rather spend the money on wingers than I would on a striker and a center back. Unless, like we said, unless you're going to sell Allaire and say, hey, it was an experiment that didn't work. We're going to replace him with a like for like, somebody that's got a little bit more attitude. I don't think there's any way we get the money back from what we spent on him, though. There's no, no way. I mean, I we've if anything, we've we've decreased his value immensely <laughs> just by just by putting him into the side. It's like a used car lot. As soon as you sign on the dotted line and yeah. drive it off, it immediately cut the value cuts in half. That's exactly what I think has happened. That's exactly we need I mean. a limit law in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of three days, we need like three seasons. Because right now we're squeezing a lemon trying to get apple juice. <laughs> we do need a lemon law in the Premier League. That would be, that would have saved us a lot of money and time and uh, and uh, pain over the over the years. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think we got to have pace and speed. I almost don't really care where it is on the pitch. Just speed. Just just you know, um, speed kills. Speed kills, and we're so slow. And we're Leicester's so killing people. I guess I always say it. Leicester's on fire. Uh, well, and it's and it. it, it we could be Lester. There's no reason why we yeah. can't be Lester. That's right. But that's I, the thing, man. Like, who we want to, who we should they're be. They're the model. Yeah, they're the model. Yeah. You know. But you think they're about it too. Rules. Like you, you've got some possession-based teams that don't really have the pace, but they do. They do control the ball in possession. My biggest crit, uh, criticism of the Wolves game is we held the ball for far too long. There were yeah. so many times in that second half that everybody was getting dispossessed because they were waiting one, two, well, three seconds too long to play the ball off to somebody else. Too slow in the build-up. Too slow in general. It just, Transition was terrible. It was non-existent. Yeah. We don't attack. We don't run at anybody. We don't attack anybody. We're we're, we're too deliberate. So we're wait, bad. real quick. Tom Tommy just says right. So we have Holland and Diagana yeah. who are excellent wingers. But do you guys right. recall them? I'll I'll open that up to you guys. Do you recall them because we need the pace right now? Uh, Absolutely. 
And yeah. then, listen, Trevor Sinclair, one of our legends, said, why the hell did we send him off in the first place? So I'd like to be on his side because what does he know about footy, right? Who's going to step up and say, hey, Trevor, you don't know nothing. Who, some some fat asshole eating chips down at the chip shop, you know, or in the pub? Come on, listen, we have no pace. Call him up. If Trevor Sinclair, he's a master. There's there's footballers that are saying give these guys chances. They're young, quick. Mate, you know, I, I think Grady's probably more ready right now than – um. Uh, Holland, because he's had he's had a little bit more time, right? That sombrero that you saw the video making its way on Twitter, the the the, the chest trap, two taps on the head, and then sombrero's oh, the guy is. on the wing, and he's in open space. Listen, we could give Holland 20, 30 minutes and build him up. Yeah, maybe not versus Arsenal, but it has to happen because yeah. I mean, well, we need you pace. Put in, you put him in something like Southampton. Yeah, that would be at a perfect time, Dave. Right I don't know, there. man. Maybe you put him in that high pressure. Look how it worked for Martin in goal against Chelsea. Well, maybe you put these guys in on a high pressure. You go, hey, now's your time, time to shine. Either, either yeah. you you stand and deliver, or you sit and you ride the pine pony. Well, other players aren't delivered for the most part. So, yeah. I, actually, I mean, to me, you know, I, I hate to see, I hate to see, I hate to see us destroy his confidence in one match, starting him in the wrong place at the wrong time on the other hand um it's not as though anybody else is so good that we're saying to ourselves oh we have to have you know we have to have uh i don't know a snodgrass on the wing i mean no we we have nobody who's overperforming right now so you know in a way doesn't what, what are you gonna lose right just another match <laughs> that's know? where I, that's my really where i'm at with it like what what are we gonna lose <laughs> right. yeah I, and uh i you know dean gotta um i have been against baptism by fire tim is right (laughs) (laughs) with the boston accent uh i've been against recalling diangana but i'll tell you what man after i saw that clip (laughs) i saw that clip oh my god are you kidding me that was nasty i thought you know what let's get him back because it doesn't matter if you can do that you can do that do you know what i mean the championship or the premier league where you're doing it if you have that skill you have that skill and if he's got that skill we could use it He's out there ending careers. They that say. was filth. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. the most sick thing. Other than Suarez, you see this bastard's uh, goal he got. With the yeah, little the, oh my god! The back, the back heel chip. Not even just a back heel, but a back heel chip. But a I dick love, move. I love the chat. The back heel is even better. So look at that. Look at Suarez. Right, somebody that's a dick. Somebody that yeah. has the skills and has. Uh, honestly, it's finishing. We need somebody that can finish in the box. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's coming here, but <laughs> <laughs> at this point, at, the, at this point, oh, I wouldn't man. be against it, though. I wouldn't be against it. Uh, all right. So uh, let's spend the last couple of minutes and uh, do the ridiculous thing we do every week where we talk about uh, predictions for the match tomorrow. Uh, obviously, we don't know who's going to start. We don't know who's healthy, who's not. We, you know, we don't know anything, but whatever. Um, I personally think I'll, I'll start and then we can just go around the circle. I personally think this is a West Ham special. Uh, if Arsenal were coming in w- on a long winning streak, I'd feel pretty good about this match. With them coming in not having won in like 10 games or whatever it is, uh, I think they beat us like 3-0. They're absolutely going to throttle us, and I think they're going to look <laughs> like friggin' Brazil doing it personally. Um, now, the positive side of that is maybe it hastens Bellagrini's departure. The negative side is we will probably end up in the relegation zone after next week. <laughs> so... Because we'll be down. We're already 16th. We're like one point away. I think Southampton are in point of us. So, you know, we're, we're, and we play Southampton next week. So that's going to be like a relegation six pointer, which is incredible to think about at this point. But uh, I, I have very little faith that we're going to win this game. 
I hate to say that. Obviously, I want us to win. Always, always want us to win. Even if we spell a green safety job, I still want us to win, but I have no faith. Uh, Liam, what do you think? So I got to always go one nil to the Cockney boys. Always, always. So I, I say that we nick we we nick one goal out of them. I'm hoping we get you know something like what Rice did last year, right? Yeah. Just, you know, top box just murdered them with it. Uh, and and remember, I mean, we we do. Most teams have a game in hand on us, so you know the, this true. one, you know, sitting in 16th, this puts us even on games with everybody else, yeah. and that could potentially catapult us up. I mean, I'm looking at the standings, you know, right now. If we're sitting on what 16 points. You know, a win puts us up with Brighton at 19 and 12th. You know, Arsenal 19. Three points here is, is absolutely massive. Colossal. Yeah, the, the, the table is so stacked in the middle right now that you could easily climb up to fifth, sixth place with yep. one, two wins. And I think that with Arsenal being on the, the, the downturn that they are, they haven't named a new manager, so they're not getting the bounce. We just saw them get trounced. So, I mean, I think that if, if – if we're going to kill them, now's the time to do it and give us that motivation going up against Southampton. But I'll be honest, if we don't get the starting 11 right, if we don't have Antonio up top or at least in that starting 11, we're, I think we're going to struggle. It's going to be a battle one way or another, but I'm going to go 1 0 to the Cockney boys. All right. Um, Dave. You know, I, uh, I, I, I agree with you, Lee. Unfortunately, um, it is a, it's the, it, it is the West Ham special. But uh, I'm going to go on a limb this time, and I'm going to flip it and say 2-0, uh, good guys. Good. And Antonio's going to score both. I hope he plays. Honestly, I think if I think the one huge factor we have here is why it's so hard to make these predictions before we get the team sheet and everything else. I think if Antonio plays, we have a chance of winning this match. I really do. I, he's yeah. been our talisman. No. If he's not there for whatever reason, I don't like our chances at all. Uh, and so I'm kind of assuming he's not going to be there. Let me preface things by saying that. I'm kind of assuming he's not going to be there. Uh, or clarify, anyway. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Uh, personally, for me, uh, gosh, I, I, I keep going back and forth on it, uh, personally. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a two-win victory for us. Two-one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, and I want to say it's going to be a – we're going to – Clinch it late. Oh, don't make me wait. Don't make me wait for the 95th, 90th minute surgery <laughs> time. I, I don't know why, but just the, my gut feeling is it's going to be a 2 1 and it's going to be left late like that. Oh, well, you're going to, well, it's going to be bad for my blood pressure. Uh, Charlie, we'll finish with you, buddy. What do you think? <sighs> well, you know what? When I say, when every time I, when I say draw, we sneak a win, right? So I might as well just say draw. But no, honestly, listen, they, they, they're, their little uh, caretaker, skipper, whatever you want to call them, he said they was out there scared. He said they look like scared boys, right? Yeah. Put Antonio out there and let's see if we can intimidate him. Because honestly, I can't give you any kind of chat. Or, you know, I don't even know who he's going to run out there, uh, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's so hard to know. We're both so yeah. bad. Uh, man, we, I'm going to go for the draw. I'm going to say 1-1, one, one, and it's just uh, too sloppy. Two sloppy teams right now. Yeah. I think it's going to be a nasty game. Sorry, go ahead. Somebody just said oh, I thought one of you guys was jumping in. Uh, I think it's going to be a nasty game. I think it might even be a little bit physical. It's London Derby, they don't like each other. Noble hopefully be up for it the way he always is in these big games, and that could be a big deal, a big key for us. Um, I don't know. I just uh, It feels ominous, ominous to me. 
the way they're coming in needing a victory so desperately. Um, yeah, again, if they were playing well, I'd like our chances, but I don't like our chances where they're not playing well. If that's the team's sickness, the medicine is a game versus West Ham. It's been that it's been that yeah. way all year. It's, it's been, been we're like we're like uh, cough syrup. Yo, you got a cough here? You go here. I take some of this West Ham. It's been the <laughs> long as I can remember. Everton this season, uh, last season, uh, I've, it's been that way for as long as I can remember. It, yeah, when you're out of form, when you when you sacked your manager. You haven't won in, in double digit matches. Hey, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually looked it up earlier. The last time Arsenal won a match in all competitions was uh the last week of October. Wow. That is okay. So I think it's been like ten games, something like that. Yeah, it's close to it. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, that's uh, I think that's uh, I think that's what I read. Um, We'd be right there with him if we didn't knock off Chelsea. Yep, we'd probably we'd be right there with them, Charlie. As you said, if Chelsea had started uh, William and Conte, I think we'd be right there with them. So Absolutely, much. I think we I, I, too. I didn't get that decision at all. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, they, they thought we were an easy take. Yeah, that's why they were like, yeah. "All right, we'll sit and <laughs> yeah. they think we're an easy take," and then that's you know, the truth. Because look at it, they really didn't try to make subs till after we had gone one up. Right, you know? and they so. their, like rest their players for Champions League and all the fixture congestion coming up in the in the December timeframe and they just, it backfired on them. It backfired on them, which is good. You know, it's good. Um, all right. Well, it is almost 10 o'clock. I was almost 10 past 10 o'clock, which means it's, uh, I don't know if Neil in Australia is still watching, but it's like two in the <laughs> afternoon or something there. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, anybody watching in England, uh, it's obviously uh, way past your bedtime. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Everybody in the chat room. Thank you very much for being here. We really appreciate a huge crowd tonight, actually. Very active, which is great to see. Uh, love everyone to hear all the mainstays like Gabe and Wally. Uh, Mark was here. Um, uh, Tom, I don't know. A lot of other people I probably should have mentioned and forgot. Uh, Charlie, Chris, uh, Dave, uh, our special guest, Dave, um, Liam, and me. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Really appreciate it. Let's listen. When we come back next week, let's talk about what a great victory we had over Arsenal and how Benwell Pellegrini is our Alex Ferguson. <laughs> Sebastian Allaire is our, I don't know, uh, Thomas talisman. Lewin. Right. He's talisman. Thomas Lewandowski. He's going to score six goals in two minutes or something. Uh, I Let's let's make it happen. All right. Uh, you guys, thanks for being with us. Thanks everybody for being with us. Uh, tomorrow's obviously match day. And then I think we're going to have a show tomorrow night, which should include some match reaction. Um, Check out uh, – uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do. And then if you hit the bell to let you know when there's um, uh, you know, a show on, then you'll know when it comes on. Uh, or if I stay on here long enough, Tim will tell me. Oh, 9 p.m. he says. Okay, yeah, there it is. 9 p.m. tomorrow. So uh, you guys tune in. Check it out. Obviously, we'll be talking about what happened in the game. Um, and uh, other than that – positive show. Yes, we hope so. Oh, man, we need some like – you know. It's supposed to be. Other than that, have a great Sunday evening and come on, you irons. Come on, you irons.